It's hard to ask for forgiveness. Is it too late now to say sorry? So Tad, Drex, and Kara are here to help you do it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Sarah, your fiancé isn't talking to you, and yeah. you're supposed to get married next month. Yes. Yeah. Well, I left my phone at our apartment a few days ago when I got to work. I'd call Mark and just asked him to bring it up to me. He brought it up, but he left it at the front desk. Like, he didn't wait for me to come down and get it, give me a hug or say anything to me. He just, like, dropped it and left. Oh, um, boy. My wife would not have flown, that would have not have flown with her. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it was just weird. Like, it's not normal for him. It's not like he was rushing off to something. So I tried giving him a call, you know, obviously to thank him for bringing up to me. And it just went straight to voicemail. And then I get this text from him that says, hey, if you don't have feelings for me anymore, you could have at least been honest to me about it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. Yeah. Yeah, So what's that all about? Last week, I went to dinner with my ex-boyfriend, and and nothing happened. Like, it wasn't romantic or, like, a date. You're Um, sure? Why? I mean, why go in the first place? Yeah. Well, we ended really badly. It was was not... It was really toxic, and he knew I was getting married, and he just kind of wanted to bury the hatchet and and be able to move on without hard feelings Uh kind of thing, which I... I mean, I thought it was it was a nice gesture, so I did go to dinner, and yeah, I probably should have told Mark, but I just didn't want to go into my marriage kind of holding resentment either, so... I give, okay, but giving you the benefit of the doubt that nothing did happen, is there an assumption then that what, your current fiancé, Mark, saw this text message exchange with you and your ex about a potential meetup? I'm wondering if maybe that's what he saw, and he just assumes that... I would like an opportunity to explain myself, to tell him what happened, but I can't get a hold of him now. The assumption is, is that he either saw it on your phone. Do mm-hmm. you have a good password on your phone? You got to have a good password, Sarah. That's the thing. Like Mark and I have never really done that. I can be on his phone. He could be on mine. Like it hasn't been a big deal. I, I, I trust him. And you must feel in your heart that getting together with your ex, even if it was just for closure, was wrong because if you didn't think it was wrong or didn't think it was going to cause a problem, you would have told your fiance about it. Exactly. Wouldn't have tried to hide it. Yeah. No, it it wasn't a smart move. Well, he's not picking up when you call. Hopefully he won't recognize our number and that'll help us get through to him coming up in a couple of minutes and we'll see if we can get you some forgiveness, okay? Thank you. You goofed. And now you need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara are going to help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Sarah was just telling us that she went to dinner with her ex-boyfriend. She's supposed to be married to this guy, Mark, in a month. And Mark must have found out about it because now he's not talking to her. And Sarah admits, yeah, I should have told him I was going to dinner with my ex, but nothing happened. It was just for closure. So we are waiting to see if Mark is going to pick up. When he does, Sarah, he's not going to know you're on the other line, okay? Okay. Hello? Hey, Mark, this is Tad Drex and Kara calling from B98.5. How are you? Doing okay. How are you? Well, we were just calling because we heard you were getting married next month. Congratulations. Very exciting. Oh, I'm not sure that's going to happen anymore. Why is that not going to happen? Yeah, you care to share what's going on? Maybe there was a misunderstanding? Um, I, I don't know. But I, it might seem a little abrupt or whatever, but like, if you've seen the text messages between her and her best friend, I think you'd understand where I'm coming from. You saw her text messages? She left her phone at home on Monday, and I, I'll admit, you know, like I did, I did like look through the messages for a second. What I what I saw was just like really disappointing and 
just made it clear that, like, this can't be a good idea. All right. Well, I thought she was happy, and it, it's pretty clear she's not. Okay. Well, i got to let you know that she's actually on the other line with us. This is a feature that we do on our show called Forgive and Forget. Sarah had called us because she thought there might be text messages that you saw. Uh, Yeah. But they were between Sarah and her best friend. Yeah. And her best friend's a woman. Yeah. I mean, hang on. Sarah, why are you on the other line? Because you wouldn't answer the phone when I was trying to call you. Can you blame me? You know, like after what I saw, I, I, I just don't want to, you know, keep flicking myself on you, you know? Mark, would you feel comfortable sharing what you saw in those text messages? She referred to me as the safe option, which is like exactly what and, I was referring to. This was, the, you're talking about a conversation between your fiance, Sarah, and her female best friend. She calls you a safe option. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a private conversation, whatever, but like just to know that she thinks of me as the safe option. Yeah. Sarah, can you explain that? Why did yeah. you say that? I, mean, I can understand how that sounds bad, but it, it's not, Mark. It's yeah, you are my safe option because I feel safe with you. You know, you're kind and you're loving and you're gracious and you're honest and, you know, you're not going to break my heart like all of those other jerks. Is that how you read it, Mark? Uh, no, I mean, to me, safe, it just sounds boring. And no, I get no, it, no. I, I lead a more, like, stable or less crazy life than some folks out there, but, like, I don't want you to get bored after you're done feeling safe. But safe isn't, that's, that's not what this is. It's not boring. Dude, to me, safe option sounds like consolation prize mm. sounds like i've yeah. given up it and can now be interpreted a different i mean i don't want to put words in your mouth sarah but you called him the safe option well but he is but if you <laughs> i understand you guys don't you don't know everything that's going on and everything i've been through but i've been through quite uh, the ringer with guys who are just awful and toxic and just want what they can get from you and treat you like garbage. And, you know, Marcus is the guy who I can count on. Sarah, wasn't there another part to this? The reason you originally called us? Are we going to, does that, does that matter? I mean, it, 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 I think it has to, like, I mean, you okay. So I'm you're, saying, you're, so you're going to, you'll come clean about the real reason you were calling then to Mark. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that's only fair if we're going to spend our life together. Okay, okay. That you know, he has all the information. Um, so yeah, like I, I went and met Barry for dinner last week because he found out we were getting married, and he just wanted to apologize for everything. And I thought that you had saw the text from him asking me to go to dinner, and that's why you weren't calling. Uh, what the? F you met up with Barry. You don't tell me about it. You conceal it from me before, during, and after. And then, meanwhile, I'm the safe option. Now I see what the other options are. Yeah, uh, everybody, I've heard enough. Um, that's that's it for me. So one dinner, and that's it. One dinner, a couple of weeks worth of lies, bunch of bullshit. Yeah, I gotta go. We are so sorry, Sarah. The whole idea here is to get you forgiveness, but clearly he's not ready for that yet. Yeah, I guess he's not as safe as I thought he was.